The conference is now being recorded. Good morning. My name is Colin Hart, Head of Active Asset Allocation Research at BNP Paribas Asset Management, and welcome to this week's edition of the Market Breakfast. I suppose it's been an interesting couple of weeks in terms of geopolitics have emerged once again to upset some of the risk markets, as we've seen concerns of saber rattling between the US and North Korea. Um, obviously, that had a dent in sort of equity market performance, with sort of major markets coming off three to sort of uh, two, two and three percent, and EM markets suddenly reacted off about three or four percent in a short order. I think, in terms of the way markets have responded to this, clearly, for some time people have been concerned about risk assets have continued to grind higher, and the scenario that they had discounted has been one which is quite strong global growth uh, that seems to discount a higher trend growth, whilst equity markets, and this is a dichotomy that we've had for most of the year, have tended to discount a more sluggish path of growth. I think, though, the, the sort of correction that we've seen isn't going to be a temporary correction. I think the risks are there of a major sort of tension between the US, China and North Korea continuing. Though at the weekend we had the Secretary of State for Defence in the US and head of the CIA trying to calm fears, the pressure on the US and on the Trump administration in terms of their first major international sort of challenge to US authority continue and are likely to get sort of uh, more intense, which is likely to push Trump along with his other agenda of sort of trying to head off Chinese power to actually take some form of action. Now, obviously, when Trump was elected, there were concerns that Trump would be a much more protectionist presidency and there would be a clash with China. And after the first meeting with the Chinese premier, things seemed to calm down. But again, those tensions are still there. And I think what we're likely to see is, again, those tensions come to the fore. And again, we're seeing certain pressures. So I think markets will have to get used to sort of volatility in the sort of geopolitical space. And I think... The crucial risk, and this is where fundamentals will ultimately kick in, is do we see a scenario where strong global growth, which is already discounted by the market, is likely to continue? Because if it continues, probably risk assets will remain reasonably big but not push materially higher. If we see some slowdown or a shock to that, then you're likely to see a major setback in risk assets. So I think from our perspective, we'd still be in the camp that most of the good news is in the price, there are still a lot of risks out there that actually could be quite negative for equity markets and indeed commodity markets. And that assuming this temporary sort of sort of lull in the tensions between the US and Korea and potentially China as a sort of that's it, it's all done and we can forget about it is a dangerous game because those tensions will continue and continue to rumble for the rest of the summer and well into the autumn. So I think we're in a situation that sort of Good news is in the price, and we're vulnerable to bad news. Now, at the moment, that bad news has been limited, and you know it's been sort of fleeting in terms of perception. But I think our, our concerns would remain that uh, the risks are out there, and those risks are not going away materially anytime soon. Now, in terms of the potential downside to markets, we would still be the most likely outcome is that we see a meaningful correction in the 10, maybe maximum 15%. And then after that, a lot of the sort of excesses in the valuation would have been uh, priced out. 
and that the backdrop will continue to be favourable. This is assuming, of course, that there is no major conflict between the US and North Korea. Um, but the, but, but the sabre-rattling, as I say, we do believe will continue until you get a resolution. And that resolution may involve some force, which would obviously be quite a shock for markets on the assumption that that, that would not happen. Uh, that's not to say that we don't, we don't believe this is anything as severe to the world's sort of security as, say, the Cuban Missile Crisis. And hopefully that's not famous last words. Um, but I think the issue here is that sort of we are going to go for a period of you know, intense political pressure back and forth. And it's one where the economic backdrop, we look to sort of gradually start to sort of slow down and a lot of the good news will be behind us until we can get some major policy initiatives. And I think that's one thing that we've already seen in the US, the ability to get those major policy initiatives through has been stretched and found wanting. And I think it's hard to see a Trump administration trying to deal with an international crisis and organise itself on the domestic front being able to pull that off. Elsewhere, I think, you know, you're in a world where malaise will continue in terms of policy. You're not going to get any dramatic change in sort of initiatives in Europe as they're still negotiating with Brexit. So I think it's a one where we're still back to relying on central banks to keep the, the uh, sort of policy environment in shape. And again, that's one which we have touched upon in previous weeks, where a debate is already taking place about the potential sort of change in the sort of reaction function central banks have. So I think it's one, without sounding too much like a Cassandra, that it's going to be sort of a lot of the good movement, good, price, good news is in the price, and we're in a world where actually the risks, the downside are increasing. But I think within that, one shouldn't believe that we're in a world that's going to be a catastrophic downside. We'll probably argue a correction, as I say, of 10, maybe 15% maximum. And at that, that would present an excellent buying opportunity, um, as we think it is going to be a world of more of the same. So that's it for this week's update. Please look out for the next edition of Market Breakfast. Thank you for tuning in and goodbye.